Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. I am recording a little TikTok video with a very, very, very silly filter on it. <laughs> it makes me laugh a lot. Hey, I only have a few seconds on this thing, so let's just quickly say the first word. Maybe just the first number. The, f the word is curiosity. C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-Y. Noun from the 14th century. Number one, desire to know. Ooh, we're going to stop this TikTok thing right here. Hey, it's very silly. Okay, click that button. Click that button. Uh, you know, there's so much to say about curiosity. We're just going to click these real quick and hit the post and shut up, TikTok. In fact, phone, you go on airplane mode. Thank you very much. Okay, so I hope you uh, have enjoyed that short little video that's on TikTok. This is going to be a great episode. I can really feel it in my bones. I hope you can too. So yeah, desire to know. That is curiosity. This word, you know, th there's a number of definitions and we might have some things to say about curiosity. Uh, first and foremost, I will say that yes, I did try to get the hosts of Curiosity Daily on this episode. Unfortunately, that was not able to happen. We did chat and, uh, and uh, yeah, it just didn't happen. No worries. Uh, I've reached out to a couple other people. By the way, if you haven't heard the podcast Curiosity Daily, you should go listen to it from the beginning. Uh, Ashley and Cody are awesome. So go listen to them talk about stuff. What else? Yes, I reached out to a couple other people because I think that they would have had a lot to say about this word curiosity. And uh, that didn't happen either. So I'm just flying solo. But if you have some opinions on the word curiosity, I don't know, maybe you don't feel as strongly about this word like I do, but uh, you can, you know, you can send a record one of those little voice memo things on your, your telephony device and you can send it to me. You can email it dictionarypod at gmail.com. And, you know, there's other ways that you can get in contact with me, which you all know all those things. You can make your own video, and you could post it on YouTube and share it with me, and then I can watch you ask me a question or say what you think about curiosity. This is really kind of the reason why I'm, I'm here, I guess. Uh, I guess I wouldn't have decided to record the, myself reading the dictionary if I wasn't curious about stuff, either unconsciously or subconsciously. And, uh, we, yeah, let's just read the definitions. Let's do that first. So we have 1A. So this is all under desire to know. What, what do we desire to know? Why do we desire to know? We don't know. Let's find out. 1A. Inquisitive interest in others' concerns. <laughs> this is not, not what I was expecting right off the bat. The synonym is nosiness. But yeah, I mean, for sure. The nosy neighbor next door they're going to they're going to be nosy and they very they're very curious about what's the, what's the goings ons over there next door. Um yeah, they maybe is their life just not interesting enough and they got to know what's going on in other people's lives. Why are they nosy? But they provide for good comedy on our favorite sitcoms. 1B interest leading to inquiry as in intellectual curiosity. You have an interest in leading, and your interest leads, okay, this is an interesting point to make, your interest, you are interested in something, 
And that leads to you inquiring about it. You are asking about it. You are trying to learn about this thing that you're interested in. So the example is intellectual curiosity. Uh, then you are curious about being intellectual or just learning as many things as possible. Is that, is that what that means? If you know stuff, you're intellectual. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess this is the one that would fit with me. I don't know why you care to hear me say this, but, you know, I guess I feel like I, I got some stuff to say about this word because it's a good word. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a really important word in our world because if you don't got it, then what's the why? I don't know. Yeah, so this one fits a lot with me. I just, I'm interested in a lot of things and I, I want to learn about them and I want to see what's, what's, what's the world out there and how's, how does this audio recording thing work? How does this music thing work? What's, how's this animation thing work? These are all the things that I'm interested in. How is about this eating sweet, tasty donuts and stuff? Uh, yeah, so I'm just really curious about the world and I just want to do all the stuff. Can't I just do all the stuff? Okay, number two this is archaic and it means undue nicety or fastidiousness oh my god that is like one of the best words right there fastidiousness so it's archaic so it's not really used in this way anymore undue nicety or fastidiousness undue nicety is that like you're you're too nice you're not nice you're putting the niceness in the wrong place fastidiousness i kind of take that to mean like you're very sort of organized and put together that's I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but that's sort of how it makes sense in my brain. That's curious. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me because it's archaic and we don't use it that way anymore. 3A. One that arouses interest, especially for uncommon or exotic characteristics. One that arouses. This is a... Why? So something that's different, that's unique, it might arouse some interest in us. To, to go learn about it. Why? That's, why is that thing different than me? You know, not everybody thinks that, but that's sort of where this is going. It's for uncommon or exotic characteristics. So yeah, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a, a, some sort of trait in the thing. could be anything, but it's just, it's a curiosity. Just like we had yesterday, mm, curio. It's a curiosity. It's a, it's a, b- a bizarre, rare novel. Why do we like those things so much? 3B, an unusual knickknack. And yeah, here's the synonym curio. Because yeah, I think curio is just short for curiosity, like we said yesterday. I actually did record that yesterday. And today, funnily enough, is the literally the very last episode I am recording for the seas because of the reasons I explained at the beginning. Uh, I just kept on pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. And then I finished the last episode, and I said, hey, I got to go back. <laughs> I can't forget about those, because those are uh, those got to air in like five days. Okay. 3C is where we're at. A curious trait or aspect. A curious trait or aspect would be a curiosity. You, all of you, probably have some sort of curious trait in you. I think we all got it in us. I think you got it. So what is your curious trait? I don't know. I got I got a bunch of them probably. I think I think all of me is just one big curious trait. Okay, we need a sound effect. Uh let's see. We'll okay, we'll do uh we won't think 
we an, an idea just popped into our head. We're going to go, woo, whoop. That is going to be the sound effect. Okay, next word is curious. You know, this one and the last one. These are good, good words. Adjective from the 14th century. 1A is archaic. And it means made carefully. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's archaic, I'm having a trouble t- trouble uh, making sense of that one. Something is made carefully. It's a it's curious. That doesn't make sense to me. One B is obsolete, and the synonym is abstruse. Abstruse. I don't remember what that one was. No surprise there, but we must have read it. Okay, so we had 1A was archaic, 1B is obsolete, and now 1C is also archaic. Back to archaic time. Precisely accurate is curious. Yeah, I would love to hear context of how people back in the day used these. That must have been like the 14th, 15th centuries. Number 2A, marked by desire to investigate and learn. Marked by desire to. Yeah, that's like what we had in Curious. Uh, interest leading to inquiry. And this one is uh, marked by desire to investigate and learn. You have a desire to go seek out some information and learn. If you, if you, what am I trying to say? You must have this if you are here in the first place. You were at the very least curious enough to see what what is it when somebody reads the dictionary but then also you're like, well, wait, it's the dictionary, and maybe there's some stuff I don't know. So I'm going to go, I, I, am, I have a desire to investigate and learn. We all need to do more of this. Okay, 2B, marked by inquisitive interest in others' concerns. And yep, that's, that's connected to 1A and the last word, nosiness. All the nosies. That was that one. Uh, yeah, the synonym is nosy. Number three. Exciting attention as strange, novel, or unexpected. And the synonym is odd. Odd. Yep. We've all got a little oddness in us, I think. Okay, exciting attention as strange. As in, a curious coincidence. That coincidence happened in such a curious fashion. Hmm. Why did it happen? I don't, I don't know if there are actually con- coincidences did we talk about this before? I don't remember. I don't know. They happen a lot to me. And uh, it feels like, it feels like uh, maybe, I don't know, is there reasons? Maybe it's not coincidences. Curiousness is a noun. Wouldn't you know it? We haven't seen some, some synonym information in a while, so let us read this. This should be good. Curious, inquisitive, and prying. There's only three. I wanted at least five. They mean interested in what is not one's personal or proper concern. Prying is interested in what is not one's personal. Yeah, you're curious. You're prying into their their uh, their affairs. So that's that's what uh, all three of these mean. Curious, a neutral term, basically connotes an active desire to learn or to know. As in, children are curious about everything. Yes, they are. So are the cats. Curiosity killed the cat, you know. Yes, I know. 
Inquisitive suggests impertinent and habitual curiosity and persistent quizzing. Inquisitive. Yes, this is the one where you want to you really know the stuff. Impertinent, habitual curiosity, and persistent quizzing. Hmm. It is worded kind of funny, though. As in, dreaded the visits of their inquisitive relatives. Okay, maybe I was wrong about that. They're inquisitive. They just, they're just, they're asking a lot of questions, right? Yeah. Prying. This implies busy meddling and officiousness. Prying implies busy meddling. Yeah, you're in the, this is the one where you're in the people's affairs. Just real a lot more than the other ones. Prying neighbors who refuse to mind their own business. Get off my lawn. No, we, 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 should, all, we should all hang out and be, be good neighbors. Okay, sound effect time. Woo whoop. Curiously is next, adverb from the 14th century. One, in a curious manner, as in, seemed curiously calm. Hmm, that's not supposed to be like that. That's happening in a curious manner. Two, as is curious, as in, curiously, he continues to win re-election. Well, why would he win re-election? If it's, if it's curious, maybe, maybe he shouldn't be winning. Why? Why does this keep on happening? Next is curium, noun from 1946. A... Metallic radioactive element produced artificially. And it says to see the element table. So we will get there. Oh, we're going to learn about all the whole periodic table in a f- two to three years. I can't wait. So this is from Marie and Pierre, Pierre Curie. Curium. And then yesterday we had Curie, the Curie point and the, all that disintegrations and the temperatures and stuff. Uh, so yeah. They uh they got a whole they got a whole radioactive element named after them. They probably made it. They were like, what what how many more what is it? Protons can we put in there and electrons? Let's try and cram them all together. Is that how how do you do that? How do you do that? Wee 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 wee. Next is curl. Verb from the 14th century. First is in uh it's just it's transitive. It's transitive. Okay, listen. It's transitive. Number one, to form into coils or ringlets. And yeah, we're, we're probably talking about hair here. You put your hair in curls, it coils. They're like little ringlets like, uh, you know, what's-her-face, Goldilocks probably had ringlets. Number two, to form into a curved shape. And the synonym is twist. Like, uh, hmm, what, what are you twisting can't think of something that you'd twist that you'd say, oh, I curled it because you twisted it. As in the example, maybe this will help. Curled his lip in a sneer. I would not say that I'm twisting my lip in a, in a uh, what a sneer. Curl makes sense, not twist. Number three, to finish, no, 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 to furnish with curls. You're furnishing curls. You're putting curls on a couch now we have intransitive 1A, to grow in coils or spirals. 
like a like a there's vines and things and was it maybe cucumber or pea the pea plants did they have like vines that curled around I'm trying to remember from my childhood when we actually had a little garden okay number three the action of curling and also the wood so when you're curling the wood when you're is that when you're you're doing the plain thing across uh you make little curls the action of curl yeah it must be maybe i don't know number four a curved or spiral marking in the grain of wood it's a curl that's where the knot is right i think so a curved or spiral marking hmm Number five, a hollow arch of water formed when the crest of a breaking wave spills forward. Do you enjoy listening to me think? Can you, can you hear the gears turning in my head? I'm sure it's incredibly riveting. So a hollow arch of water formed. So yeah, when the waves are coming at you and they break and just that little, just the top little curl part, the arch of the water is called a curl. Wait, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't surfboard so i don't i'm not big on the lingo i don't know all the lingo things that they say and even if i tried it wouldn't come out so good and it, it would just be you just want to laugh at it so uh check out those curls dude is that what they say i don't know number six a usually short pass pattern in football in which a receiver runs downfield and then curves back toward the line of scrimmage and they just they made a little curl what do you say like curl Curl 10 yards, curl 20 yards. What do they say when they're in that little huddle? I've never been in one. Number seven, a bodybuilding exercise in which a weight held with the palms facing up is raised and lowered by flexing only the wrists or elbows. If I had video, I could show you. You do the curls. You got to be careful though, right? I think a lot of people have bad form and they start they start swinging the top part from the shoulder to the elbow but you really got to keep that, I feel like you got to keep it pretty well locked, don't you? So uh, just just keep the, from the elbow down, that's, that's where you're hinging at the elbow. Do a proper curl, people. Where were we? Uh, to furnish, to grow coils, to form rips, did we skip a whole thing or something? To grow in coils or so? To form ripples or crinkles? No, we didn't even get there. I think we just, uh, Wow, okay, we're gonna have to pause for a second. Where are we? Hello and welcome to How Did This Not Get Made? This is the podcast all about the movies you never saw, the scripts that were never filmed, and the ideas that never even made it to the page. My name is David Spencer. And my name is Daniel Kaka. Join us for season three where we uncover the multiple unmade Iron Man movies, the original bloody plot of The Mask, an unproduced episode of Doctor Who that turned into The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. We revisit Red Dwarf, discover how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have ended, and this season we're even including a video game in our lineup. Okay, so I figured it out. Somehow, after I finished the definition in uh, the, the, the verb form of curl, I skipped over to the noun form of curl, which is the next one, and that is just not how you do things. So, we talked about the peas in the garden, and uh, 1B for intransitive, to form ripples or crinkles, as in bacon curling in a pan. 
when I used to eat that stuff, that was like, that was just an amazing thing to be cooking up some bacon. I loved it. I'm done. No more bacon for me. I've had one good vegan bacon and all you other people better work hard to get to this level. The Butcher's Son in Berkeley, they have the best vegan bacon I have ever had, hands down. Number two, to move or progress in curves or spirals, as in the synonym, wind, as in the example, the path curled along the mountainside. Just curling along the mountainside. Just just along the edges. Number three, the synonyms are twist and contort. Number four, to play the game of curling. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. And this is going to be an extremely long episode because I just have things to say. But hey, whatever. So the noun form of curl, we did that one. I'm just trying to find where we left off. Action of curling. I think we did them all, actually. Yep, we did. So it's sound effect time. Uh, after I look at these, uh, this etymology, you know what? <laughs> the etymology for curl, it just means curly in, you know, Old High German and Middle English. Curl means curly. That's where, it, that's just what it means, I guess. I think we didn't have, oh, curious, uh, the etymology there, because I skipped that was the Latin curiosus, which means careful or inquisitive. And then also from the cura, which means cure. So do you, that's kind of an interesting etymology there, an evolution of etymology. You know, if it's the way that I'm sort of thinking, if you, you, you think you're going to get cured in life if you are curious and you go learn about the world, or which sort of version of curious are we talking about? Somebody who's nosy? Hmm. Seeing cure in there is interesting. So, sound effect. Woo, 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 woo. I'm not. It's hard to keep track. I don't know if I keep on adding one. I don't think I'll keep up with that. Curler is next. Noun from 1638. One, a player of curling is a curler because they're making a thing curl. Why is it called that? We'll learn soon. Two, one that curls especially a device on which hair is wound for curling. Lots of people like to use these things and spend a good chunk of time in the bathroom. Curling the hair, no judgment. It looks very nice either way. Luckily, I have naturally curly hair if I let it out. So if I, if I wanted to curl my hair, I'd be like, no, dude, it's already curly. I feel like somebody told me to get a, uh, what is that thing called? A perm? No. I'm never getting a perm. Somebody said that. Woo, 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 woo. Next is curlew. Curlew. Noun from the 14th century. Any of various largely brownish, chiefly migratory birds having long legs and a long, slender, down-curved bill and related to the sandpipers and the snipes. How did they get the name Snipes? Sandpipers maybe makes a little more sense, but they literally took out the A, the D, the P, and the R. They took those letters out of Sandpipers, and it just became Snipes. So is, is there a connection there, or am I just 
seen it. So the genus name is Numenius. So long, long legs and a down curved bill. A curly. I've never heard of this one. Next is Curly Q. You can spell it C-U-R-L-I-C-U-E. Or instead of the I, you can put in a Y. Noun from 1843. A fancifully curved or spiral figure. And a synonym is flourish. I have to say that word like that every time. Flourish. That just sounds like how you've got to say it. Curly Q. Yeah, a little, you know, a little thing just on a thing. A decorative curly Q. The word looks very weird. I never really thought about how you spelled curly Q. So when I first read it, I was like, what? What is this word? Next is the second form of curly Q. This is a verb from 1844. Intransitive is... To form curly cues. This you got the the ribbon, you got the scissors, and you run the thing down, and it makes a curly cue. But is it something you got to be on the right side? Have people said you got to be on this side, not this side? Uh, I feel like I heard that once. Yours, I don't think it really matters. Transitive, to embellish with curly cues. Maybe a, maybe it's like a dresser. You want some fancy curlicues on there. Okay, we are now on this one. Woo, 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 woo. Curling. Noun from 1620. A game in which two teams of four players each slide curling stones over a, st- a stretch of ice toward a target circle. We love to make fun of this, but... I think it's probably pretty hard to be good at it. I think it would be fun to try it someday. I've done, uh, you know, the shuffleboard. Did the shuffleboard with the little metal thing on the table. It's like mini shuffleboard in the sand. It's, it, it's, uh, it's not easy. And people, people are good at that stuff. It's a very slow, nice, nice game. Just a lot of, you're, you're chatting Probably, there's probably a lot of talk about how are we going to do this? What's the strategy here? Okay, I'll, I'll push it at this speed. I'm going to try and hit this speed. I'm going to start over here. I'm going to try and angle it over here. And then you guys, you just brush real hard, brush real hard, brush real hard, brush real hard. And then, and then we'll win. Okay, I think we did that. So, I'm trying to keep count. I don't know if I'm right, but I'm trying. I said I wouldn't, but I am. I can't help it. Curling iron is next. Noun from 1616. A rod-shaped, usually metal instrument, which is heated and around which a lock of hair to be curled or waved is wound. We definitely have at least one of these in our house. Probably more, but I don't know. I, I think every everybody's got one of these in their house. Most people. Okay. I hope somebody is going back and keeping track for me. Curling stone is next. Curling iron and curling stone. Iron and stone, one of them, you know, they're different, but they're they're kind of the same, right? They're like, yeah. 
noun from 1620, and ellipsoid stone, or occasionally a piece of iron with a gooseneck handle used in the game of curling. Okay, wait, so it's ellipsoid stone, I knew that, but does it say, is it saying that occasionally it's a piece of iron? Hmm, then that would be a curling iron. Get it? Good. It's got the gooseneck handle, so you got a good place to hold it. There's a picture of a curling stone. It's a, it's a big oval with a flat bottom and a flat top, just like me. And uh, there's these like sort of ribs around it, and the handle is on the top. Um, these things are very, very heavy. I don't know if people know this. When you think about a curling stone, do you think it's going to be light or heavy? It's very, very heavy for such a small stone. I mean, it is called a stone, so that's pretty obvious. But, you know, I didn't. I just didn't expect it to be so heavy. Somebody had one at their house, so I got to pick it up. That was kind of cool. Hey, there's one more for this episode. We have curl paper, one word, noun from circa 1817. A strip of or piece of paper around which a lock of hair is wound for curling. Curl paper, a strip of piece of paper. You put the paper in the, you put the hair in the paper? Strip or piece of paper around which, I have not heard of this. Just paper? How does that work? Hmm, that's interesting. All right, so the words in this episode were curiosity, curious, curiously, curium, curl, curl, curler, Curlew, curly Q, curly Q, curling, curling iron, curling stone, curly sue, and curl paper. I think I'm going to have to pick either curiosity or curious. I mean, you know, this, 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 this you know, it's a very similar thing. Curious, I'm curious about stuff. I have curiosity. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards curiosity. It's like I said before, it's just, uh, it's good to be curious. If you, I think it's very good because it allows you to sort of, sort of change your life. Otherwise, I think you just get stagnant. That's how I feel. And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just like you got to keep, because you know what? Life's going to change on you no matter what. It's just going to happen. You can't control it. There's just going to be stuff that happens that's not, that you're unexpecting. You're not expecting. It's unexpected. So, uh, yeah, go, go make the change happen, is what I say. Be the change you want to see in the world. Curiosity, yeah, yeah. That's all the song needs to be. This is going to be the end of the episode. This is also going to be, it's not going to be as meaningful for you as it is for me. But this is the last episode to be recorded for the seas. And then you still have uh, like 25 days until you get to the actual episode, uh, last episode of the seas. Yeah, I think that's it. Next up, it's the D train. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.